Hello, family, LAVIA family. I'm so grateful to be here once again with this podcast. And today we have a great friend of mine, also an alumna from LAVI. Amy, how are you? Hi, Tonyo. I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. No, no, no. It's a pleasure to have you with us. You know, one of the things that I I wanted to do more is to bring alumni from LAVI so that they can speak to, to the students, right? I think that there's not, we had a lot of speakers in, in our time, a lot of great mm-hmm. communicators, a lot of great pastors, preachers, whatever. But I think the people that spoke to me the most usually were the people that experienced LABI because they actually kind of yeah. knew what we were going through. So mm-hmm. I always wanted to bring friends of mine that I believe they're doing something great, that they're, I, I believe that they're uh, serving their communities. And you're one of those people, Amy. So thank you so much for making the time. No, thank you. I, like I said, um, yeah, I think you just, you hit it, right? I think it's, I love the speakers that we had, right? When, when we were there, like the chapel, everything. Um, but it was something always special about the people who were there or would go yeah. speak that were, had already been there. Um, yeah. You know, and every class is different, um, but it's, it's always, you know, there, you always learn something new. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, thanks. No, no, no. Thank you. And um, let, let me let me just start so that they kind of like the, the students know you. What do you do right now after you graduate LAPI? What are you up to right now, Amy? Well, um, so I, right now I graduated at a LAPI back in mm-hmm. 2013. Jesus. Yes. Um, wow. I'm still young, though. I'm still young. Uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. just kidding. <laughs> um, back in 2013. And, um, you know, right now at this precise moment, I'm working for a nonprofit. Um, I'm doing the marketing and outreach. So everything to do with marketing. And then um, I work with different pastors from different denominations or even nonprofits uh, to come together um, and see what we can do for our community. So see what we can do for, um, you know, right now the nonprofit is in Santa Ana. So to see how all of us as a kingdom can work together for the yeah. better of our community and help our community out. Um, so that's my job. And then I'm also the, um, I oversee production at Templo Calvario. Yeah. Uh, as you guys can see right now, I'm literally here um, yeah. because I was, I was working this morning. Um, so I oversee everything with, you know, lighting, camera, sound, uh, pro presenter. Uh, I work with the worship team. So yeah. You do I, everything. I, I stay busy. <laughs> That, you I know do, what, yeah. Amy, that's amazing because uh, we were talking with Jasmine about this. Um, you and Jasmine have a DNA of servanthood, you know. You guys are always willing to sacrifice, invest time. You know, you guys are down always. We work together many times in many yeah. projects, you know. And, and I think one of the things that I can say that you are a hard worker. And also, you know, you, you, you have so many talents, you know, from a singer <laughs> to know how to work in nonprofits, raise, raise money. Look at you, like holding the, the church together, you know, in this whole <laughs> pandemic. So, so you're doing a lot. And I'm just, I'm just enough for the things that you, you bring to the table. No, thank you, friend. It, it hasn't been easy. I'll, you know, um, I've had to learn to balance a lot, um, especially also because I am a student. I'm, I'm, I'm currently doing my master's um, and, you know, I've learned to balance um, 
and still I still struggle with it if I'm honest with you uh <laughs> because man sometimes like you said I I love to serve and I love to you know just help in whatever areas I can but sometimes it's it's, it's hard to say no and I've literally I've had to learn to say no and then I have friends I have a community you know around me yeah. that help me and yeah. they're like hey you need to to balance because not only for your physical, but your mental, your emotional state. And, and, and it's true because, you know, if I've, you might see me as smiles right now and maybe in, in yeah. even events that we've worked with together, right? Yeah. And inside I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm <laughs> going to do this. Yes, yes. You know, I, I, I totally get you. I think that um, I'm, I'm also currently doing my master's and, and it's just a while. I have like two jobs. I'm moving. I'm doing so many things. So oh, it's man. just crazy, you know. Uh, but but uh, one of the things that I want to talk to you, talk to you about, Amy, um, l- let's take it back to when you actually went to LABI, right? You Good. came from Washington, correct? If I'm like saying, yes. you came from all the way from Washington to Southern California. You choose to move, left your family over there and move to Southern California. And what, eight years later, almost? Um, around 10. 10 years? Okay, 10 years it's later. Nice, 10. You still are in Southern California. How was the transition and how did, how did that happen? Like, how did you decide to sacrifice that? Because many Man. don't do that, you know? Yeah. Um, I like to, I tell people now, like, oh, I'm a missionary to SoCal, but you know, just playing around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So I, I, I lived in Washington and, you know, I decided to come to LABI because I, I needed something different in the sense mm. of I knew where I was at, especially, yeah. you know, it was a small town. Like I was like, I'm not, not doing nothing with my life, but I couldn't get away from certain things that were holding me back. Mm. And, you know, you know, yeah. I think we've all been there where we try to run away from your calling, but yeah. the Lord, like, there's that, like, you know, he's always like, no, you're and it, like, you, you belong to me. Right. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. always that conviction of like, oh, I shouldn't do this. <laughs> so being from such a small town, it was so hard to get out of it. And finally, one day, you know, I, I, um, I applied, you know, they opened up an extension over there. So brother yeah. Jose Luis Avedra, actually, he was mm-hmm. like, you need to go. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to apply. Let's see if I get it. I didn't tell my parents. I literally took a step of faith. I applied. I got the application, you know, the acceptance letter. And then I told my parents, like, hey, I'm, I'm moving to California and I'm going to LABI. And that was wow. in May. And I was moving down here in August. Uh, so I was like, I'm just going to do it. You know, I, I, I was like, if God has a calling for me, because at that time I wasn't really doing a lot in church. Yeah. I was like, you know, I- I'm going to go answer my calling. And, and I did, and I came and the plan was to stay here two years during LAPI. Yep. Tell me and about then, it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you, you know, uh, you know, LAPI, then I was like, okay, I'll go to Vanguard right after and I'll get my BA yeah. since, you know, we have, um, we had that agreement with Vanguard back then. Mm-hmm. so I was like okay I went to Vanguard I got my BA in psychology yeah and then I was like okay it's it's time to go it's time to go and and nope. <laughs> the part of me was like no you know so I prayed about it and, and every time I try to go back home um I pray and I tell God okay God if it's not my time you need to like do something so I can know yeah and I was like don't bring people that know me don't like do something that 
que nadie sepa, you know, no one knows me. And he yeah. did, like, he'll literally bring strangers um, and they tell me, and, you know, one of them happened in the street. I left my keys inside of the car and he was helping me and then he just gave me word and he was like, oh, it's not time yet. Wow. Um, so that's why I'm still here. Um, it's not because, you know, like, oh, I, I wanted to come and like be a rebel. Um, yeah. No, it's literally because God still has me here. And, right. and because, you know, even being obedient to him sometimes is hard because yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't have family here. Like my family, yeah. my parents, they're all in Washington and it gets lonely. And, you know, I feel I've been through my ups and downs and sometimes I hit low and I stay there. Um, but I, I've always seen God's hand pull me out of it. And I, but you know, it also takes part of me seeking and really like, okay, I have to, you know, change something or, what can I do to help myself? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's why I'm still here. Um, that's I that's I'm interesting. Going back anytime soon. That you know, let's talk about it a little bit because I think people sometimes don't understand this. You know, we live in this Western society that you know everything is appealing to us, right? That mm-hmm. when moments like this, where even though you and I desire to be close to our family, even though you and I desire certain things, right? There's this fire inside of us this voice inside of us that is keeping us i don't want to say keeping us away but it's speaking to us that there's it's not time to go to go or transition to a new season right but 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 then it's like it's kind of like we have to submit or surrender everything of us right yeah to say okay guy like you know i don't want to be here you know i don't really want to do this you know I, i just don't feel it but I'm just going to be obedient to you. And mm-hmm. I think that many times we miss it because we're not willing to do that. And I think yeah. you're, that's what kind of what you're saying, right? Like you're saying like, I want to go back home. I want to spend time with my family. I want, I, I'm, I miss so many parties. I'm missing birthday with of my parents. I'm missing yeah, this or whatever it is. Right. Life. Mm-hmm. And you're submitting to yourself and say, man, God, okay, I get it. You know, I'm just going to wait. I'll wait. And I think yeah. people many times, miss it because they're not willing to put that into submission mm-hmm. in a sense right yeah and I, you said it perfectly I think it's you know it's sacrifice it's um yeah. you really are sacrificing a lot like it's it's gonna be 10 years in August that I've been here yeah. and like man you know I, I I miss my siblings growing up right like I miss birthday parties I miss mother yeah. day father's day yeah. um yeah and, you know, it's hard, especially like, I'm not going to lie to you during Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, I come to church and then it's like, oh, you know, pasentos con sus moms or sus dad. And I'm like in the back, like, yeah. <laughs> I have them here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's so hard, you know, but, but you, like you said, when, when God puts something on you and when he tells you and you know, like you're in, in his path, like he mm. will help you. Um, but sometimes it's also super easy to ignore that. And, mm-hmm, and I'm mm-hmm. telling you this because like, when I came down here, like, I was like, okay, I'm fine. But then after, you know, that I, I, like I stayed, I felt this guilt of saying you abandoned your family. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Yes. you know, it was such a huge guilt because it's like, you're over here helping, you know, community, you're helping youth, you're yeah. talking to people. But then, you know, 
my family was having problems back home. Um, well, yeah. You know, things were happening back home that I couldn't fix because yeah. I'm not there, right? And and I can't fix them, you know, like, let's right. be honest. I'm not, I'm <laughs> yeah. not Wonder Woman. I'm with I can't you. do that. <laughs> and I had this guilt of, you're a bad daughter. You're a bad mm. sister because you're abandoning your family. Wow. And you're helping people here, but how can you can't even help your own family? Yeah. And, you know, I carry that so long with me because, you know, I even had people when I would go back home, they would tell me some people, you know, like, man, like you left your family. And, yeah. and inside I was like, how can you tell me that? If I, it's not like I'm partying or I'm doing all these right, things, right. right? Exactly. But I'm like, how can you tell me that? Like, I'm, I'm trying to better myself. And if yeah. anything, be a good example for my siblings, for, you know, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like ignore it. But deep down, like it, it would hurt because I yeah. did feel that. I felt like, come on, Lord, like if you have me here, then then help my family out, you know, like, yeah. or quitame this guilt. And, and believe it or not, like, I felt like that guilt sometimes stopped me from even achieving things here with yeah. my calling. Mm. And it would hold me back because I felt that guilt, like, well, how are you having fun when all this is happening back home? Or yeah. how are you having fun when, you know, whatever is going on? Um, so it would, it would stop me from maybe even reaching that next level of, you know, of where God wanted me to go or, you know, whatever was next. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, that, that guilt was strong. Yeah, no, th- I think that's, that's so, that's interesting because many, many people don't understand that. I think I, I understand what you're saying because I'm the only son. My mom was going through a lot too, you know, and I felt the same way, you know, I have all, I'm over here serving communities, uh, walking with people, being a mentor for others. And yeah. my mom is over here, you know, struggling with, you know, her body and, 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 and so many other things. And, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard thing to navigate, you know? Um, but, um, also the reward and also the, the experiences, I think that we, you and I can experience and many others, right. There's no other way we can get to that place. If we don't actually learn how to do that. Right. Like yeah. sacrifice, like sacrifice brings a depth of love and, and, and a depth of intimacy, and your relationship with God, then nothing else will bring it, right? Mm -hmm. You can't buy that. Knowledge doesn't bring it. It's only your sacrifice. And and Mm -hmm. I think that's so so key. But um, we can keep going this route. But I want to talk to you about something very important. And is that you work for a nonprofit. Yeah. You know, and I think that we live in a time where um, ministry can look very different, right? And I Mm -hmm. think all of us were experiencing that. It doesn't mean that it always has to be a pastor, a preacher, or a worship leader, right? But now Mm -hmm. someone like yourself that serve in a a, a nonprofit, that serves a community, you work alongside of other people. Um, How did that happen? Like, do you always felt that 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 was a route that you wanted to take through your process of LAVI? Or how did that unfold in your life? Um, Yeah, it really unfolded in LAVI, if I'm honest with you. Wow. Um, when I was young, I, I, I wanted to be, uh, when I was young, right. I wanted to work as, a in the doc in the op, in the hospitals as a, in the corners office. So doing autopsy. Yeah. Super oh, wow. random, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, super yeah. random. <laughs> but then I was like, that's too much schooling. <laughs> yeah. But when I came to LABI, uh, yeah. you know, the community, I've, I've always had a passion for that, for community and evangelizing. 
um, there's something beautiful when a church knows their community. And, you know, during LABI, I think God just started placing that calling more in my life. And, you know, like, and there's also like that pastoral calling that I was like, no, (laughs) Um, but that, that fire, that love for, for nonprofits, you know, and and community work. Um, So when I started Vanguard, I remember one of the first papers I wrote, I said, you know, my goal is to work for a nonprofit, you know, after my BA. Wow. And, you know, thank God. Um. God opened doors to work. For, I, I'm, I'll be working for this nonprofit for years in April. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it was crazy because um, Daniel Maya, he yep. actually called me and he's like, hey, there's this position open at the nonprofit. Um, so the nonprofit was born out of Templo Calvario. Yeah. Uh, so it's called Templo, uh, Templo Calvario Community Development Corporation. And he's like, yeah. I think you'd be great. You know, yes. they're doing like, I started off as, you know, fundraising and I was like, bro, I was like, I don't know nothing about raising money for <laughs> nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, but it's a lot of like event planning and, you know, budgets. He's like, you're good with all that. And I was like, no, like that's huge. Um, but he's like, come on, try it. Two weeks, ignore it. I ignored him. So I was like, no, like, I, I, that's not fair to that nonprofit, right? Yeah. So long story short, I, I came, interviewed, um, the interview went great. It was like a conversation like you and I are having. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I got the job and uh, I got the job. And and then while working here and, you know, working with the community, like parents, kids, youth, um, I literally fell in love with it. I fell in love with it so much that that's why I pursued my master's because I'm getting my master's in management yeah. and nonprofits. That's amazing. Um, and, you know, it's, it's like a lot of people may see it and they're like, that's not ministry, you know? Yeah. But no, it, no. You know, if you think about it, my boss, Pastor Lee, he always tells yeah. us like, maybe you're the only church some of these families will see. Yes. And yes. just by you being there and giving them an ear, mm. you know, being kind to them, taking time to just hear their story. Like, that's all they need. Yes. And he's like, that's what Jesus did. You know, he came and hung out with people that nobody wanted to talk to. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wasn't with like the high end people, right? He was with your average people that people would look down on. And, you know, he's like, that's the church. He's like, you're being the church and you loving your community. You're loving your neighbor. So it became such a passion for me. Uh, like hearing the stories and you know it's just like man like I'm so glad people know that because you know they know oh. we're a faith-based organization yeah and there's times where like even our corporate donors you know people mm. that work in like banks and they're presidents of yeah. banks they'll call us and they'll be like hey like you know this is a personal call but I'm going through something can you pray for me wow and, you know these are so people amazing, that don't maybe. go to church Yes. So just being able with your actions to do yeah. that, that, you know, that speaks volumes. And, and that's why I'm so passionate for it. I, I love it. I, you know, um, even with my master's, like, I, I, I want to, after that, you know, I want to maybe one day open up a nonprofit of my own. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and then, but then also whatever knowledge I know of, like, maybe what finances, budgeting and all that. Yeah. I want to bring that to our churches, to yeah. like our Latino churches, especially. 
and show them, hey, I know you're a church, but you're also like a nonprofit and you're a small business. Yep. And we have to be smart on how we manage our volunteers, how we manage our services, you know, how we manage our finances. Yes. And, you know, being able to just give them resources and not charge them, you know, like yep. not charge them, just pouring into them and then seeing our churches grow, like seeing our, our communities just thrive because, yeah. hey, like my church is, is not just a church that's there, but it's a church that if it was to close down tomorrow, the community knows that they yes. closed down. Yes. Because if you're, if you're a church and you close down and your community, your community doesn't miss you, then you weren't effective in my, mm. you know, in my opinion. Say that, Amy. So it's, you know, I want to have, not want to have, but I want our Latino churches, you know, to thrive because they're the ones in the heart of the cities. They're the ones that yeah. are seeing, you know, maybe prostitution happen outside their doors. Yep. Maybe, yep. you know, game, games, violence happening right so outside their doors. You know, why can't they go and evangelize and disciple and love them, you know, show them that love that Christ showed us. Um, yeah. So I, you know, it's, it's a ministry itself, you know, we're working yeah. with communities and it's an honor to work with them and just hearing them out. And, you know, and, I love that. Like God, you know, you plant the seed and then by you just being there, calling them, giving them, you know, services, you know, whatever your nonprofit offers, you're watering the seed, you know, you're watering, yep. you're watering. And, you know, God, 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 God would speak to them. And, yeah. you know, I, no, I, I think God, I love yeah. it. I love it because I think, Amy, you and I share this uh, in common. I think that um, I'm a big, um, perhaps I don't work. Well, I do work for a nonprofit because it's a church, right? But I, yeah. I feel like um, the way we serve our, our churches, right, is very different. But I do believe that you and I share the same heart. What is like, we have to serve the community some sort of way. To me, this is evangelistic, right? When we talk about mm -hmm. evangelistic and minister of evangelism, this should be part of it. This should yeah. be a huge piece of it, right? Serving yeah. our communities. I remember when we were church planning with my wife, uh, when we came to the seat of Southgate, and when we were trying to like get a, a location for a church, they were telling us that they didn't want more churches. So that tells me that they didn't have, the churches didn't have a good relationship with the city. And that's the reason why they didn't want other, other churches. Because what? If the church was doing his job and serving the community, of course the city wants more churches. Yeah. But because oh, yeah. there's not, it, we're not doing our job, right? And we were mm -hmm. just, you know, a, a bunch of young adults, you know, coming together. And we did as much as we could. But I think I do believe that this is such a key piece for the future of our Latino communities, right? And yeah. even the students that are listening to us right now, this should be a piece that we need to uh, we need to bring people like Amy to our communities, to our churches, to train people so that we can be effective. Because there's a lot of resources, and you know that I mean, like yeah. there's a lot of resources out there, right? Mm -hmm. Money, there's um information, um data, yeah. um so many other things but we don't know it. And someone yeah. like you can train our people so that we can train us, right? To be aware mm -hmm. of all those things. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like right now that you're saying all that, it's, you know, one of the things I do for work is I, like I said, I work with different pastors from different denominations, like literally Baptist, you know, AG, anything. Yes. Uh, but it's, it's because they all have a kingdom mentality instead yes. of an empire mentality mm, or, you know, yes. an empire mentality is like, 
my church only and you know my church yes no it's a kingdom because we're all working together for the one mm -hmm. thing right to bring our community to christ and you know one of the i, I one of the programs i have is called the kingdom group hmm. and this group literally is what you just said like it's a whole bringing all these pastors together but then seeing how can we become the bridge from you know to the church with the city So yeah. how can we work with the city officials and saying, hey, like, we want to help you because we want to see Santa Ana or Southgate or Downey or, you know, um, Galicic, whatever they're yeah. at. You know, yeah. we want to see that bridge of like the church and the city working together. Uh, we want to be the bridge between, you know, activist groups and, you know, police. You know, how can yeah. we bring that together so they can talk? um how you know it's really being an impact and you know and thankfully you know it takes time but like here like we have good relationship with cities officials because yeah. why you take time to cultivate and cultivating mm -hmm. relationship wow. is huge like you have yes. to take time to listen to them mm -hmm. instead of just being like well you did this 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 no <laughs> yeah. take time to know them get time you know to love on them and pour on them That's key. That's huge because yeah. if you give someone time to like hear them out, when it's your turn to speak, they'll give you that same time back. Yes. Um, it's like prayer, right? Like yep. sometimes we, we get to prayer and we're like, Lord, like I need this, 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 this. Why are you doing this, this? And, you know, sometimes we just gotta be like, God, thank you because you're so good to me. Mm -hmm, and thank mm -hmm. you because, you know, what's going on and It's the same thing, you know, working with this uh, city officials or other nonprofits, you yeah. know, it's just sitting down and getting to know them. Yeah, there's so many resources, you know, like I, one of my, my dreams, my goal is to like see all of like in Santa Ana, right? like because I'm here, um, it's yeah. seeing all these churches come together and like really <laughs> making an impact to where maybe other pastors from other cities like in L.A., they can say we want that. And it's like, yeah. you want, okay, like, let's do it. You know, yeah. it's not just here in Santa Ana. No, like, we have to spread. And yeah. we have to, like, you want it in Santa Ana and LA. You want it in Washington and Northern <laughs> Cal. You know, let's yeah. do it. Like, let's spread. Let's, let's have that kingdom mentality again. Um, and bring, you know, do it for the kingdom. And, yeah, yeah you know, offering grant workshops. Look, it's, yeah, you know, like, it, it's doable. You just, yeah you need to have patience and you know the passion for it because you will get no's you will get yeah. no's and sometimes you will discourage you but you have to see that angle and say god like i want to see my city i want to see this um you know i, I want to see them in love with you i want to see a revival happen here and, yes. and you just got to keep that in mind and, and god will open doors i love you, it you i know? love it because yeah. um Uh, I think for us, you know, uh, in our community in Long Beach, you know, we, um, there was this random connection, you say like a relationship, right? This random, uh, no random, sorry. I wouldn't say she was, the lady was coming to our community, you know, and, and she connected us to the city. And there was this huge need for the girls in the foster care system. That there was, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of, that the statistics says that they, once they were get out of the house, you know, they will go to prostitution, you know, the pimps will get them. Yeah. horrible you know sex trafficking all that stuff 
So our, our pastor had an idea. What if we bring all these girls together, right? And what if we empower them for a day? What if we actually speak life into mm-hmm. their lives, exactly. right? And they told us, we can't preach Jesus. We can't sing worship music. And so it was very, very limited in the way we were going to do it. But we're like, you know what? That's not going to stop us. We're still going to serve them. And we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, we started with like 40 girls. And when the okay. next year went to like 150, the, the wow. following year, like 300 and something. The last one, I believe we were like 1300 girls wow. from the foster care system. And it become and it became its own nonprofit. It's called Break Global now. So That's a lady, awesome. a very influential lady, saw what was going on and she was like, we need to make this global. Right. So once again, going back to this is not this is not to, to say, oh, we're doing it too. But what we're saying is like this is important, right? And like you say, and it starts with a relationship and mm-hmm. it's needed. And revival might look very different than what we think. It doesn't have Definitely. to. It doesn't have to look like a hundred, like an hour worship in a, in a service. It can look mm-hmm. like serving our community, serving the people they need it, right? And I yeah. think that this is something that our students need to know, like, man, friends, like, take note of this. Someone like Amy, that came to LBS, small school in La Puente, look, now serving the city of Santa Ana, working with pastors, working with influential people, you know, inviting them to be part and serve the community. And, and I'm so glad you know, Amy, the people like yourself, you know, they're actually uh, doing something, right? That we just didn't go to Bible college to have knowledge, but actually to serve our communities. Amy, mm-hmm. as we close this, uh, any last thoughts that you want to share to our students, something that you would like to share from your heart? You know, uh, as you start or you're in your journey in LABI, just, you know, don't get discouraged because there's going to be a lot of moments mm. when you get discouraged and you'll probably compare yourself to others. Um, and you'll say, well, they're doing this. Why can't I be doing that? Or why is that not happening to me? Um, God has a timing for you. He has his perfect timing for you. Wow. And, you know, like Doña said, maybe serving, it looks like you don't have to be doing all these big things, right? Serving can just be giving a glass of water to someone. Yes. Um, saying hi hmm. to someone taking care of, you know, their pet, whatever it is, you don't know the impact that can do to people, Um, you know, and so don't get discouraged, you know, uh, everything comes out of timing, uh, but you have to, you know, just keep your focus on God, keep your eyes on him, and and he will open the doors, he'll open the doors for you to, to go where you, where, where you need to go. And, you know, pray, pray where about your calling, where we're mm. walking your calling, be bold. Uh, because wow. a lot of times you'll, you'll have to be bold and you'll be like, oh, no, be bold. Know who you are. God mm. called you to wherever you're at right now. Um, even past LABI, he called you and he's preparing you for that. So be encouraged. You have great people that work there you have alumni you know like Tony or myself who if you need some motivation we're here for you <laughs> surround yeah. yourself with that community with those close friends that will motivate you and will help you walk in your calling as well um you know and 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 keep going forward even if you get yeah. no keep going forward because you you know you'll get a no but eventually a yes will come and that yes can be the a whole life changing for you or for someone. 
So just yeah. keep your focus on God and, and pray and, and build a community around you that will support you, will pray for you, um, and will walk with you in your calling as well. I love Amy. Thank you so much once again uh, for making the time to share your heart. Um, once again, I'm, 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 an, I'm so honored and I'm so happy, you know, that people like yourself, Likewise. friends that we have are actually, you know, serving our local church, our local communities. And um, this is what we went to LBI for, right? This yeah. is what we came yeah. for, for LBI. So we started um, in the kitchen. <laughs> right, right, right. We were like cooking and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, oh man, that's wild. Yeah, you don't want me to cook. Um, <laughs> so anyways, family, thank you so much for making the time. Thank you for watching this podcast. Or if you're listening, thank you for listening. Uh, we see you next time. See you. Bye.